Welcome back to Teachable Moments with April. Today we're going to talk about World Mental Health Day, which is October 10th, and we're going to talk about its connection to the pandemic. Welcome back. So the information that I'm going to be sharing with you is from um, the World Health Organization website and some information that they have on there about World uh, Mental Health Day. It says on World Mental Health Day, October 10th, it will have been more than 18 months since the start of the COVID-19 pandemic. In some countries, life is returning to some semblance of normality. In others, rates of transmission and hospital admissions remain high, disrupting the lives of families and communities. In all countries, the pandemic has had a major impact on people's mental health. Some groups, including health and other frontline workers, students, people living alone, and those with pre-existing mental health conditions have been particularly affected. At the same time, a WHO survey conducted in uh, mid-2020 showed that services for mental, neurological, and substance use disorders had been significantly disrupted during the pandemic. Yet there is some cause for optimism. During the World Health Assembly in May 2021, governments from around the world recognized the need to scale up quality mental health services at all levels and endorse WHO's Comprehensive Mental Health Action Plan 2013 to 2030, including the plan's updated implementation options and indicators for measuring progress. It's time to capitalize on this renewed energy among government leaders to make quality mental health care for all a reality. World Mental Health Day presents an opportunity for government leaders, civil society organizations, and many others to talk about the steps they already are taking and they intend to take in support of this goal. So their mission statement is mental health care for all. Let's make it a reality. Materials to support your campaign planning. So that's another section. It says whose new comprehensive mental health action plan will be available on this website in the near future. It will be accompanied by a flyer you can use as part of your campaign activities to raise awareness of the plan and encourage concrete actions in support of its implementation. I also seeing this that I'm going to mention now. Living through a pandemic, this website also includes testimonies from people talking about how their mental health has been affected by the pandemic and how they have coped with reflections on the future of mental health care. Additional testimonies will be posted in the lead up to October 10th, which is now. (laughs) So it's there. All of it's there. I did see them, but I haven't watched them yet, but I will. In addition, we plan to host live conversations with experts and influencers about their efforts to increase awareness of mental health issues and help people have the conversations that are often the first step towards getting help. 
You will be able to find further details about these events on this site as they are firmed up. In late September, we will launch a new edition of the Who's Mental Health Atlas, which provides a clear picture of resources available for mental health, both in individual countries and globally. It will also highlight the progress that has been made during recent years and the gaps that will set uh, still need to be addressed. The information provided in this report can also be used in your own campaign material. So obviously we're in October already, so that information is already available um, on their website, the Who's Mental Health um, Atlas. Taking care of yourself and others. But World Mental Health Day is about more than advocacy. It also provides an opportunity to empower people to look after their own mental health and provide support to others. During the campaign, we will be releasing new materials to help people living with one of the most common mental health conditions, depression. Also on their website, they have a section that says key messages. And then it says the health argument. Close to 1 billion people have a mental disorder and anyone anywhere can be affected. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide and a major contributor to the overall global burden of disease. Globally, it is estimated that 5% of adults suffer from depression. Globally, one in seven 10 to 19 year olds experience a mental disorder. Half of all such disorders start by age 14, but most are undetected and untreated. Hmm. People with severe mental disorders such as schizophrenia tend to die 10 to 20 years earlier than the general population. I didn't know that. One in every 100 deaths is by suicide. Wow, they gave me the chills. It is the fourth leading cause of death for young people aged 15 to 29 years old. The COVID-19 pandemic has had a considerable impact on people's mental health. The care gap. Despite the universal nature and the magnitude of mental ill health, the gap between demand for mental health services and supply remains substantial. Relatively few people around the world have access to quality, emphasis on quality, mental health services. The serious gaps that still exist in mental health care are a result of chronic underinvestment over many decades in mental health promotion, prevention, and care. Stigma, discrimination, and human rights abuses of people with mental health conditions remain widespread. The economic cost. The lost productivity resulting from depression and anxiety Two of the most common mental disorders cost the global economy, U.S. dollars, one trillion each year. Wow. The investment deficit. 
On average, countries spend just 2% of their national health budgets on mental health. This has changed little in recent years, despite an increase of development um, assistance for mental health in recent years, it has never exceeded 1% of development assistance for health. The good news. Some of the most common mental health conditions, depression and anxiety, can be treated with um, talking therapies, medication, or a combination of these. For every uh, U.S. dollar, $1 invested in scaled-up treatment, for depression and anxiety, there is a return of five U.S. dollars. For every U.S. one dollar invested in evidence-based treatment for drug dependency, there is a return of up to seven uh, U.S. dollars in reduced crime and criminal justice costs. Generalist health workers can be trained to diagnose and treat mental health conditions. Regular health checks of people with severe mental disorders can prevent premature death. Wow. The quality of life of people living with conditions such as autism and dementia can be greatly improved when their caregivers receive appropriate training. That's so true. The rights of people living with mental health conditions can be protected and promoted through mental health legislation, policy, development of affordable quality community-based mental health services and involvement of people with lived experience.